welcome to the Faith, Health, and Home Digital Podcast. I am your host, Makeba Giles. Here we share information and resources for physical, emotional, and spiritual well-being to help families live an inspired lifestyle and encourage healthy living. Thank you for joining us. The problem of drug shortages is increasing and becoming especially challenging for those needing medications for cancer. Well, September is Blood Cancer Awareness Month, and it's a time to bring more awareness to the problems surrounding these illnesses, especially the issue of lack of drug availability. Joining me today to share more information about this is Dr. Rachel Rao and Abiza Gaslightwala here to talk about the problem and offer a unique solution. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having us. It's a pleasure to be here. Now, um, Dr. Rao, tell us how significant is the problem of drug shortages currently in the United States? This is a major issue and one that's been dramatically increasing just over the last few years alone. Um, For example, in 2015, there were five new drug shortages announced and that dramatically increased over 30 by 2019 with further increases in this problem during the pandemic. And I think every cancer doctor in the country, myself included, would tell you that these drug shortages have caused us to have to make uh, changes to our patients' therapy plans, be it delay treatment, omit a dose, or change in some other way. So it's having a very direct impact on how we deliver care to our cancer patients. Information to know for people, um, patients and our caretakers indeed. Now, um, Abiza, can you explain why drug shortages occur and whether it is a recurring problem? Yes, there are a variety of different reasons why we have drug shortages. One could just be manufacturing complexity and difficulties. The second is just overall variability in demand and supply for these products, which is hard to predict. We've seen this actually in the healthcare space in the last two years. You think about some of the shortages we've seen in PPE, ventilators, and even particularly today, healthcare workers across the nation, there's still a shortage of supply. What we are committed to as an industry, though, when we see supply shortages that happen, although we work to avoid them when they happen, how can we continue to act with urgency to solve those supply shortages and ensure that critical therapies get to patients for their benefit? Yes, absolutely. um, Dr. Rao, um, tell us about how drug shortages not only impact patients, but um, impact patients, like especially those with lymphoma and leukemia. Yeah, this has a a very real effect on our ability to cure these patients. So as a pediatric cancer doctor, you know, we're very proud as a community to say that, you know, in today's day and age, we're able to cure the vast majority of children with leukemias and lymphomas. Um, But those high cure rates are contingent upon the patients being able to treat the entirety of their planned therapy course, which can be up to two and a half years and consist of multiple different anti-cancer medications used in combination. And families are well aware of that. And so it's really gut-wrenching to sit down with a family and say, we can't give your child this medicine we plan to simply because it's not available right now. And every parent's very first question, the one I would ask as a parent is, what does that do to my child's chance of being cured? And for a long time, we didn't really have a firm answer to that question. Um, But a recent study looked at thousands of children with leukemia and lymphoma treated over the last few years and found that those who had to miss one or more doses 
of one of the very critical chemotherapy medicines in that therapy plan had an increased chance of their cancer coming back. So it has a very real effect on our ability to cure patients with a very curable disease. Yes, I'm definitely disheartening to hear. Now, um, we know that there are companies and organizations that are finding ways to address and avoid the impact of drug shortages on patients. Um, Abizar, can you share a little more about that with us? Yes, uh, so we we here at Jazz Pharmaceuticals saw a big opportunity to help solve a problem. We saw a critical therapy that's used to treat pediatric cancer patients in short supply, and we decided to be part of the solution. And so we not only elevated this priority for solving this problem internally in terms of what we could do to develop and manufacture a new therapy for this sh supply shortage, but we worked creatively with some external groups, both patient advocacy and research organizations, to find ways to accelerate the development and the late stage testing of this new supply product. We were able to actually typically take what, what takes three to four years to do this late stage testing. That we were able to bring this down to 18 months, which enabled us to bring this critical therapy back to patients as soon as possible for them to benefit from. Now, that's definitely um, optimistic news to hear. Thank you for sharing that. Um, now, what are some key takeaways that both of you would like people to remember surrounding drug shortages and solutions, um, particularly uh, cancer patients and their caretakers and loved ones? Yes, yeah, so we as an industry continue to be committed to averting these supply shortages, but when they happen, how can we act to solve them with urgency and creativity? So we will continue to find ways, and as being a patient-centered industry, when we hear about these supply shortages, we'll galvanize to find new ways to solve these problems, and how can we work creatively together internally, externally, to bring these solutions to patients as soon as possible. Indeed. Um, and also, again, um, would you like to add anything to that, Dr. Rao? Um, what are some things that you would like um, people living with cancer or their loved ones or um, caretakers to take away from this information? Yeah, I, I think the main takeaway point is that you have a lot of people uh, in your corner, right? Uh, doctors, pharmaceutical companies, uh, governmental agencies, family advocacy, and other groups that are all working together to solve this very real problem to make sure that all patients with cancer are able to receive you know, the optimal treatment plan to cure their disease. Thank you so much for sharing that. People definitely need to hear hope during this time, and thank you both for sharing that hope. Um, again, I want to thank both um, Abizar and Dr. Rao for joining me today for sharing this important information. Again, if you are someone living with cancer or you have a loved one um, who is living with cancer, just know if you're facing these difficulties of drug shortages, just know that there is hope. Um, it is being worked on and there is hope for you and a village of support for you. Thank you so much for joining me today, Dr. Inavisa, it's been a pleasure. And thank you for sharing this important information. Thank you for having us today. We appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to the Faith, Health, and Home digital podcast. For transcripts of this episode and others, visit our website at faithhealthandhome.com. Also, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter. Thank you again for joining us.